Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. By now, we're all familiar with the events of January 6th, the brutal violence of the Trumpian coup attempt on our capital. In this series, we've been looking at the religious elements of that day, the symbols, the rituals, the chants, the prayers. But what if I told you that the plan to overtake our democracy goes back much further than January 6th or even the election of Donald Trump? What if it goes back a generation, 40 years? Today, my guest is the journalist Ann Nelson, whose work explores the shadowy network of organizations held together by the Council for National Policy, the secretive organization founded in the 1980s by Paul Weyrich and others that has a definitive hold on our politics and our policy. What Anne talks about is shocking. She shows that not only did the Council for National Policy and the mega donors, the religious organizations, the politicians, and others, not only put in motion the plans for shifting emphasis from the popular vote to the electoral college to calling into question the legitimacy of our election if Trump lost. But since January 6th, they've been putting into place plans A, B, C, and D to make sure that they never lose hold of power in this country again. One of the most shocking things that she reveals is how in the wake of January 6th and the Biden presidency, the Council for National Policy has strategically sown division in America's suburbs, igniting fights surrounding critical race theory and other topics related to gender, sex, and race in order to swing suburban, middle-class, white voters back to the Republican Party. What if I told you that the Council for National Policy has a longer view than that of the political life of Donald Trump? and that they're putting into place measures at the state level that might make it almost impossible to stop them from choosing our next president. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, faculty at the University of San Francisco. Our show is hosted in partnership with the CAP Center, excuse me, at UCSB. And I'm joined today by a return guest, and that is Ann Nelson. So, Ann, I'll just say thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Brad. So, Ann, I'm going to embarrass you because a couple of years ago, some some folks like me and, and, and you are old enough to remember that there was a, a, a beer commercial where um, there was a guy for Dos Equis who was the most interesting man in the world. And uh, they would always show him in various locales, and uh, he would say, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I drink Dos Equis. And when I think of Ann Nelson, I think of the most interesting person in the world. You were a war correspondent uh, in El Salvador and Guatemala in the 80s. Uh, you wrote a play called The Guys that was then you know, turned into a film, which is uh, incredible, a Guggenheim Fellow, uh, and uh, that led to uh, the great book Red Orchestra on Nazi Propaganda have taught at Columbia for uh, over a decade, 
Uh, and you were two decades. Two decades. Really okay. All right. I, <laughs> I, I didn't do the math quick enough. I apologize. And um, obviously wrote a, a book that I have assigned in my courses we've talked about on this show, and that is The Shadow Network, which outlines uh, just the uh, immense institutional network uh, on the right that uh, comes from uh, the Council for National Policy on the, all the way down to various organizations like the NRA, Susan B. Anthony List, Federalist Society. Uh, Heritage Foundation, so on and so forth. And so the Shadow Network's out in paperback. It's amazing. If you have not read that book, friends, I don't know what you're doing. You need to. We're here to talk about J6 one year later. Uh, I think we want to focus on what's happening sort of in the present and going forward. So I'll just open, you know, with a, a quick question, which is uh, if people think about the Council for National Policy before January 6th, uh, you know, what were some of the things that they were up to when it started to look like Trump may not win the election? And then when the election is kind of called for uh, Biden, November 7, and, and that interregnum between the, the called election and the and the insurrection? Sure. Well, first of all, people largely didn't think of the Council for National Policy. It's what I would call a stealth organization. And believe it or not, it had been active for some 40 years, and mine in my book was the first book on the subject, uh, which came out in 2019. So uh, that seems extraordinary to me. But what you have is a group of very conservative religious fundamentalists, many of them from the oil states like Texas and my native Oklahoma, uh, combined with fossil fuel interests, Combined with political operatives, uh, some people might might know the name Paul Weirich. They really ought to know it because he was somebody who uh, saw a way to institutionalize a radical right wing uh, accumulation of power. So he was a founder of the Council for National Policy, the Heritage Foundation, ALEC, the American Legislative Exchange Council, and all of these came together with other organizations to gradually and secretly accumulate the, 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 the foundation of you know, the, the, the building blocks of political power. Um, so, so they worked in total secrecy for decades where their membership was secret, their meetings were se secret, um, and a lot of people just kind of wrote them off as yet another conservative organization that, you know, got together and whatever. Um, but but the Southern Poverty Law Center found the roster of their membership and published it. And that was from 2014. I worked from that in my book. Then building on their research, my research and other people's, the Center for Media and Democracy and its documented accessed their meetings and their rosters from 2020 and before. So like three or four years before. So what we have now on their website are the videos of their meetings. And you can see in 2019 that they're having sessions. And remember, this is a nonprofit, so-called nonpartisan, quote unquote, educational organization, tax exempt. And they're holding sessions on how to win elections, how to how to mobilize uh, specific voting blocks. One of these sessions was chaired by Ginny Thomas. This is in 2019, right? Why, Clarence why, Thomas's yeah. wife. 
Yes. Uh, you have people like Jenny Beth Martin, who was a co-founder of the Tea Party Patriots uh, with the support of the Koch brothers in 2010. Uh, so you've got these sessions and people are given action steps in these sessions. So one very prominent member is the lawyer, Cleta Mitchell, also from my native Oklahoma, who was looking at legislative and legal maneuvers to subvert the electoral process. Uh, you had other people who were like Kenneth Blackwell, another very prominent leading member. He was the former secretary of state in Ohio, and he's been very involved in various voter suppression uh, issues and, and legislation. So you, you've got many, many working parts working on different fronts in conjunction. And I don't want to leave out the media component because another organization that's been a core member of the Council of Financial Policy is Salem Media, which has content distributed to literally thousands of radio stations across the country where their so-called news programs are called, quote-unquote, Christian news. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. <laughs>